So hello there and welcome to my table Firestarter Ignite, a table on the go for your delight and encouragement, filled with various delights for your soul. If you are new to this, welcome. I'm so glad that you are here. Tune in, listen, apply. Thank you for taking time out of your day to spend here with me. I know you got places to go. I know you got things to discover. I know you got people to see, but here you are. And if you are returning, so glad to have you. For those of you that have not visited my website, I highly encourage you to do so. Firestarterignite.com Head on over there and I'll see you on the other side. Okay, so chapter 3, the book of Galatians, titled, Fate or Works of the Law. And this is one of the important chapters in Galatians. Remember, Paul is the, the apostle is bringing a letter to the church in Galatia. And he's bringing this concern to the church of Galatia. He has realized that they are not following the same gospel that was presented in the very beginning. And so he is voicing his concerns through a letter. As always, I will be reading from the International Version Bible, and you're welcome to follow along with me with a Bible version of your choice. I will also be sharing insights that found alongside with Scripture, and pray they are a blessing to you. You foolish Galatians, this is the continuation of the letter that he's writing to the church in Galatia. You foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Before your very eyes, Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed as crucified. I would like to learn just one thing from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by believing what you heard? Are you so foolish? After beginning by means of the Spirit, are you now trying to finish by means of the flesh? Have you experienced so much in vain if it is really was in vain? So again, I ask, does God give you his spirit and work miracles among you by the works of the law or by believing what you heard? So Paul is confronting this issue that is going on in the church. The issue of working for your salvation. The issue of working for your salvation. He says, did you receive the Holy Spirit by trying to keep the law? You used to see clearly, but now, he says, but now you are departing for what you know, what you believe in the past, and now you're embracing this new doctrine. He says, Where's your eye, spiritual eyesight? If obeying the law never gave you spiritual life, why would you think that trying to keep the law will make you stronger? There's some churches out there today that present rules and regulations. And they're also preaching that we are to 
embrace these rules and regulations as if it's a doctrine. And what it's doing is doing exactly what these false preachers were doing in the Church of Galatia. Oh, if you, you know, worship on a certain day, you're not saved or you're not a Christian. Or if you eat a certain food, you're not doing it. You're not doing it for the Lord. Or if you're wearing certain clothes, these are all works of, 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 of the law. If you're doing certain things to receive God's grace, you're doing it in vain. That's what Paul is saying today too. He says, so also Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. Faith. Not works, faith. Can't do both. Because some of us, you know, we, we try to keep the law. We try to hold on to the law. And then we also try to hold on to grace. We can't do both. We, can, we have to pick one side. We have to pick either it's a law or it's grace. It cannot be both. Understand then that those who have faith are children of Abraham. This is Paul continuing to write this letter. Scripture foresaw that God would justify the Gentiles by faith and announce the gospel in advance to Abraham. All nations will be blessed through you. And this is referenced in I believe Genesis 12:3, Genesis 18:18, 18, 18, or Genesis 22:18. These are references. For all who rely on the works of the law are under a curse. As it is written, cursed is everyone who does not continue to do everything written in the book of law. He says if you're trying to keep the law, if you're trying to keep the the regulations and rules of the law, then there is a curse that is following you. Do you want to be cursed? I don't. Do you want to continue to follow the law that curses you? I don't. Clearly, no one who relies on the law is justified before God because the righteous will live by faith. Plain and simple. The law is not based on the faith. On the contrary, it says, the person who does these things will live by them. Christ, this is truth, redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, curse is everyone who is hung on a pole or a tree. He redeemed us in order that we that the blessing given to Abraham might, might come to us, the Gentiles, through Christ Jesus. So that by faith we might receive the promise of the Spirit. Let us not be ignorant. This is what Paul is saying. He's saying, let us not be ignorant. Are you have you received the Spirit by the works of the law? Or are you receiving the Spirit by faith? He continues on. 
Brothers and sisters, let me take an example from everyday life. Just as no one can set aside or add to a human covenant that has been duly established, so it is in this case. The promises were spoken to Abraham and his seed, so he is now given knowledge. He said, maybe you didn't know, but this is the truth. This is knowledge. Here, take it. Scripture does not say, and to the seeds, meaning many people, but and to your seed, meaning one person who is, a, who is Christ. So Paul is giving a teaching series right here. What I mean is this, the law introduced 430 years later does not set aside the covenant previously established by God and does do away with the promise. He says, I don't want you to be ignorant. I don't want you to misunderstand me. Here is the truth. For if the inheritance depends on the law, then it is no longer dependent on the promise. But God in his grace gave it to Abraham through a promise. Plain and simple. Why then was the law given at all? It was added. Now, this is the purpose of the law. Let's, let's pay attention. He says, it was added because of transgressions until the seed to whom the promise referred had come. He's talking about Jesus right here. The seed to whom the promise referred had come. The law was given through angels and entrusted to a mediator. Who is the mediator? Jesus. However, a mediator, however, implies more than one party. But God is one. Is the law, therefore, opposed to the promises of God? Absolutely not. For if a law had been given that could impart life, then righteousness would certainly have, come, have to come by law. But scripture has locked up everything under the control of sin so that what was promised being given through faith in Jesus Christ might, might be given to those who believe. Let us continue. Before the coming of this faith, we were held in custody under the law, locked up until the faith that was to come would be revealed. So the law was our guardian or tutor, in other words, until Jesus came or Christ came that we might be justified by faith. Now that this faith has come, we are no longer under a guardian. We are no longer under a tutor. We are no longer under the law. So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have closed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are one in Christ. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. And this concludes my chapter on Galatians 3. When I came in contact with the book of Galatians, everything changed in my life. I began to examine the areas that I had been trying to work up my way to the Lord by doing them. And I realized that is not the way. I realized that dressing up a certain way is not going to get me salvation. I realized that eating certain food is not going to get me salvation. That worshiping on a certain day is not going to get me anywhere. 
It is only God's grace and God's grace alone. I cannot keep working for my righteousness and also trusting God the Savior. I have to pick one. I cannot do both. But here we are doing both and think that it's okay. We cannot. We cannot be friends with the world, but also be friends with God. Friendship with the world is enmity with God. So he says, he says, no, you cannot work your way by the law and then also receive grace. It does not work that way. If you're listening today and, and you find yourself in the same place, there's freedom, there's Christ, there's forgiveness, and there's grace. Come get a hold of it. God has given it out freely. Come get a hold of it. And I pray that you stay blessed. Thank you for joining me. God bless you. Stay tuned for the next chapter and take care.